Good morning. I'm Byron Fayette. It is 16 December 2019, and as I enjoy a breakfast of bacon and eggs, well, eggs in the form of eggnog and bourbon, I note that it is the anniversary of the Boston Tea Party. Hundreds of crates of tea tossed into Boston Harbor by the Sons of Liberty. It's the birthday of Arthur C. Clarke, author of 2001, A Space Odyssey, who didn't understand the ending of the movie version any better than the rest of us. This day, 1979, Libya joined OPEC, raising the price of crude oil during the early days of gas crises. And on the way, early memories of the gas crisis caused by OPEC and a couple more caused by poor food combinations. There was a time when the average American family would take a week-long vacation which involved, on average, about six days of driving. Such was the case with my family during the gas shortage of the late 70s. Driving out to the Grand Canyon, we had no worries. My father had always been a fan of diesel engines, and it was never hard finding that fuel for that little Volkswagen Rabbit that took us out to the Grand Canyon. Now, Volkswagen came under fire not long ago for their emissions, but, oh, if the EPA had tested the air around our car on that trip. Now, I was young, and as now, I ate a lot, but southwestern food was a new experience for my eight-year-old Arklatex tummy. I'd eaten beans, of course, but never for breakfast like they served at some place in El Paso. Smoked, yes, smoked beans, eggs with onions and peppers, and this sausage that was new to me that they called chorizo. The ensuing episode became known in family lore as the Big Ten out of Texas. Bumpy roads agitated that load of methane and sulfur I'd swallowed, and and my father heard what he first thought was the roaring of a busted tailpipe on his little German bratwurst burner. It didn't take him or the rest of the family long to realize the truth that I'd just single-handedly solved the nation's gas shortage with nothing more than a fork and spoon. And that was just number one from the Big Ten of Texas. Ten times the cannons roared, ten times windows were rolled down, ten times my mother had to reapply her makeup. The last was the most memorable. A brown cloud rose from the smoking bell bottoms of my jeans and hovered about chest level to my dad spewing forth green lightning bolts for about 15 minutes. My father was a pilot. After that, he had those drop-down oxygen masks installed in any car. We took on trips longer than 30 miles. I've always had a bit of a problem in that area, I guess. Once, years later, after eating pickled sausage and onions, I was taking notes from an obscure textbook in my college library when I felt the familiar bloating as a new, more modern WMD prepared to unleash itself. Now, the Big Ten of Texas was Doolittle's raid over Tokyo. This was all the atomic bomb testing in the years that followed. I replaced the book on the shelf and ran to the nearest ventilated area. I've read that in the fields of France, decades after World War I, an unfortunate farmer would plow up an old pocket of mustard gas from the war and and meet a horrible fate. The book I put on the shelf again surely captured a small pocket of that fragrant air, and as it was an obscure book, it has probably remained closed on the shelf all these years, waiting, festering, until someday someone opens it. This is Byron Fayette, reminding you to drink at home. It's cheaper, it's safer, Well, as long as you avoid beans and pickles and eggs and pickled eggs and sausage with your liquor.